Well, hello and welcome to our final show where we're picking our final two centre forwards and our manager in our Southern Best Eleven series. So, remind us of the team that we've got so far, can we? Yes, uh, Tommy Harrison. I want to say John Kay, Gary Bennett, John Mensah, Mickey Gray, Kevin Ball, Don Hutchison, Steve Malbronk, and Julio Arca. What a side. That's Champions League winning material, lad. It is. Right. Super League winners. All that leaves us now is to pick two centre forwards in. So, is it going to be Quinn and Phillips, Conrad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, ruin mine. There was going to be Quinn yeah. and Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks yeah. for watching. But no, let's do something a bit different. Let's just see that Quinn Phillips are both injured. They're both out for the season. And, you know, they're not playing. We'll do something a little bit different. So we've got to pick two different ones apart from Quinn Phillips. I already know what people are going to say. They're like, you put John Mensah in and he's made oh, yeah. class. And you've put these two out for the season. Yeah. Uh I'll mix it up as well. I'm only going to play one striker with an attacking midfielder Ooh. or like a, a, a false nine, as it were. You false... can't change the formation last minute. I'm, I'm more <laughs> thinking Kevin Ball wouldn't like this because he's a 4-4-2 man. But the rest of our midfield, I think, is very flexible and would play this sort of thing. So Don Hutchison bursting forward, I think, would work perfectly well with Stefan Sessignon on the edge of the box as well. Yeah. Unbelievable player he was for us. Absolute. I think he's probably technically the best player I've ever seen play for Sunderland in terms of his own ability. And he was only four foot two or something. Nice. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Maybe not Milton Nunes levels, but not far off it as well. He actually had, yeah, and he had the, the actual like aggression to be a Sunderland player. He was an angry man. Right? And he just fit in perfectly with... I remember at the the, he got sent off against Newcastle just because Tiote said something to him. He just like just hit him one, and you're like, bloody hell! All right, then. <laughs> like I thought you were meant to be nice. Did it? Um, yeah, I, I think Steph, Stefan Sessegnon for me is sort of not quite a striker, but like a, a shadow striker, we'll call it. A shadow striker, right? Mm. Good start, Mike. Right, so. Um... It's going to be complete. Everyone's going to roll their eyes, no doubt. Uh, Ashamojian is my first choice. Um, not the best stats, like goal scoring wise, for us 10, go 10 goals, I believe. But just I think for... 11, I think. So you're not far is off. it 11? Yeah, I think well, so. Well, it, I think politics, I think I won't go into it, but I think politics ended up with him leaving the club. Um, but I thought he had the most potential of a strike I'd ever seen. Absolutely loved him as a character on the pitch, as a player. Um, just got himself in the right place in the right time, everything. I, I completely rated him. I thought he was brilliant, and I was gutted when he didn't get to play after that. And he got ball or Zenden to dance and all. Yeah. Yes, yes. Him and Zenden dancing's burnt into my memory. Well, I wouldn't call <laughs> Zenden's dancing like, but he had a go. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all anyone talks about now when you say you beat Chelsea. Aye, but did you see Bolo attempted dancing? <laughs> well, there's two goods. My first one is going to be off a while ago from 1987 1991. 157 games, 74 goals. Marco Gabbiadini. Um, at the time, G Force with Gates and Gabbiadini. I thought he was goal scoring wise and pace and, and power. You know, he just when he got the ball, he would just run at the goal and take a shot. And nine out of ten, it would come in. Uh, 
great to watch, exciting, like I say, a strong, powerful in him. That, that at the time with Eric Gates, people say Eric Gates made him, but he went on to have a great career at like some Derby and other places, and he still, you know, scored goals wherever he went. So, Mark War was, was, was better than his brother Ricardo, I'll have to say. Ricardo was absolute dog shit, but um, Mark War for me would be my first choice as my first striker. Are we picking one now, or are we waiting to see the others before we decide? We'll do them all. Eh? We'll do them all. Then we'll pick two. Okay. okay. So my second one, I haven't really thought much about this on here, but just because of where would we have even been without him? And I know again, I'm going to get eye rolls here because of how it ended. But Darren Bent, mm. absolute class for us crime that he didn't go to the world cup or the euros or whichever one it was when um in 2010 i think it must have been so it's been a world cup for 25 goals in a season for sunderland who finished 14th or 13th um even the next season i think he was on 10 or 12 by january and he wasn't even playing that well because we had jan as well and we had welbeck who were playing um he just knew where the net was Every single time. It was one of those that he might not be having a great game, but if it fell to him in the bottom, imagine how many goals he would have in this team now for Sunderland. He's just always in the right place to smash the ball into the net. He might not be having a great game. Sometimes he did run the channels and he did sort of dig us out and do really well. He was great in the air, both feet. He knew how to take a penalty as well. I just thought he really gave us a, a sort of, like we were just an avoid relegation team when he came in and he gave us that sort of push further on and uh, shame the way it ended, but there was some sort of things with money and might have been issues with Steve Bruce, yeah. you know. Um, so I, re it's... Uh, I remember raging in Yates' pub during that World Cup saying second highest goal scorer and he takes Emil Heskey. Yeah. Emil Heskey, who then injured Rio Ferdinand on his first training session when they yes. got there. It's just like, what are you doing, Didn't man? Deserve. Didn't deserve yeah. to take anything on from that. No. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, Darren Bent for me. And I think Sessegnon in behind him with all those little intricate passes, those little sort of sly little cute balls he would have done for Darren Bent in a little bit of space. That That's just goals personified. Good, good. So at Sessignon, Jean, Gabini, Bent. Well, my second one, again, was when we got him at the time. Massive stroke of business, a great stroke of business from uh, from the manager to, to swap him for Hosey out the door. Um, Jermaine Defoe. On a free. On a free. 2015 and 2017. 87 games, 34 goals. We'll not mention the second spell, but the, the first spell... <laughs> Absolutely tremendous. What, what second? There was spell? no second. Spell. Spell. Philly, Philly, Philly met him randomly once and interviewed him, but that's about the level of his second spell with us. <laughs> that's that's that Jimmy that's yeah, Jimmy that was... claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> right at his first spell at the club, he was absolutely tremendous. And again, that side, I think he was just, just, just relying on every time he got a chance, you know, nine had mm -hmm. he put it away and made goals himself as well. Fifteen uh, goals in his, his second season for us. He had a six months, didn't he? But like, it doesn't sound a lot. But fifteen goals in an avoid relegation team. Yeah. He was winning his games, and the, the goal against the Mags as well. You know, the volley from outside the box was just amazing. Like so, I Jermaine Defoe would be my second choice. Right. Well, my second one, I will concede to both of yours. So you two can fight out for who gets the striker because both of yours are better than mine. But I still love the guy. 
and it's Fabio Barini. Yeah, mm. Absolutely loved him again as a player, as a, as a presence on the pitch in difficult seasons that we had in you know in difficult times in the Premier League. Just you know, we all remember celebrations, biting his hand, running across. Yeah, absolute impact, superb. And I thought it looked, even though his goal scoring wasn't massive numbers, that was testament to the team we had at the time. But he just looked dangerous. If he got the ball in front of the net, he looked dangerous. I absolutely loved him as a player. Barini, second spell. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, what second spell? <laughs> His loan, absolutely. Yeah. When we brought him back, yeah, it just reeked of that Martin Bain Sunderland signing up. Yeah. Oh well, he's been here before. Let's just get him anyway. Right, he'd, be, like, he'd be fine. Right? He'd be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but I do. I did love Barini as well. Yeah, oh, great, great player. But I will concede him to both Bent and Defoe easily. Sure, you two can find that one out. I'm just going to throw it out there, just to be sure. Jermaine Defoe got 34 goals for Sunderland in all competitions in about 80-odd games. Darren Bent got two less goals at 32, but he did it in under 60 games for us. Well, that's a good record, isn't it? Just sure, so that's a good record. And everybody, like, and everybody was and, still fast before has been the, the... But Defoe also insisted on that clause in his contract of if we get relegated, I can leave for free, which scuppered us a bit of money when... Yeah. When he mm. when he left, so there's there's that in there. He could he didn't have to walk when he when we got relegated. No, he chose right. to. Correct. I think you've got an out and out striker and an absolute professional goal poacher. That's yeah. that's your two players you've got there. But Ben, for for a player to be in the right position at the right time and just to direct something in goal, he was yeah. absolutely. He's spot the only on. one ever score off a beach ball. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but Ben didn't score in a derby. Oh, he did score, a, but yeah. we got, don't mention that derby. No. Um, I will say as well, just before we mention it, we can't pick them together because they both played together at Spurs and they sold Ben because of that. Aye. Now, I don't that means that Ben's worse just because Ben's my player. But when they had at the time, they had Berbatov, Keane, Defoe, yeah. Darren Bent. It was always going to be Darren Bent goes first. And Darren Bent was a lot younger because he'd only just come in from Charlton beforehand. And, and yeah, just. I, I, I'd be quite happy with Dan with Bent as one of the former right? I've done all right here. Like I've got Hutchison as well. So if you go Bent, okay, if we go Bent, I still maintain that. So we've got all the team now, apart from one other player. So if I was having Darren Bent up front, you've got Arca on one side for crosses. You've got Malbronk, who did get assists for him and was really cute and clever with him. You've got Sessegnon. They didn't play together because Bent had gone by the time Sessegnon came in. But the way Sessegnon played, we know would have worked well with Darren Bent and, and the way he was. It, it was Hutchison. quite short. He's quite short, Ben, though. We needed some height in that but box. No, ben was, ben was all right. Ben was quite a tall guy, wasn't he? I mean, I'm 6'4", so that's... that's, that's a bit worse. <laughs> but he's 5'11", so he's a bit shorter than that. Mm. I mean, Sessignon was four foot. You have, if you have Jean, ask, ask more Jean in there, you've got that height. You've got, you know... Jean similar to another striking combination. Taller. Sorry, Jean is not taller than Ben, so I'm Googling he's this be. right now. He's no, he's be. not. Well, he, he, might be, he might be. How tall was Jean? Right, I'll shut up. <laughs> okay, it was he was six one. He was two inches taller than him. <laughs> yeah, but, but Darren Bent had a better vertical leap. 
<laughs> Darren Bent could hang better in the air. Right, so, who, right. so who's your partnership? Who who would work well with Bent? I don't think Bent and Jan ever played together that well. And they did play together for about six months. Okay. So I always think who, we, we always shoehorned we always shoehorned Bent out to the to the wing to allow Jeanne to play centrally, is what we did when they were playing together. So who's left? Barini, Jean, um Gabbiadini. 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 Oh. But I'm going to I throw have it out over, over Tessinio, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh but I'm going to... Who was the other one? Barini. Barini already was sulking because he wasn't first choice ahead of Defoe and he wasn't playing striker. So if you're playing Bend, you're not going to go, oh, Fabio, you're the number one through the middle. Mm. I'd add out of them to, com to compliment Bent, I would pick Sessignon. I, I would pick Sessignon. I've had done it. <laughs> Mike's not a brilliant. I like, I'll, I'll be honest, though. I'm about to, I've never seen Gabby Dean. So it was way before my time. Uh, I wasn't even alive for three of the years that he was there at Sunderland. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't in very well go oh, his quality. I've seen I've seen his goal in the playoff semi-final uh, at St. James's Park, which uh, caused the pitch invasion. I think that was him. Uh, yeah, that was him, yeah. But, yeah, it's... Um, but I wouldn't have Barini over him either. Of uh, Gabby Adini, so uh, no, no. I just I think, think with the team Barini. that we have, I think Sessignon and Bent would have. I'd have loved to have seen it. I'd have loved to have seen it. Mike, are you conceding? Or not? <laughs> no, he's not. I've he's conceded not. both mine. Mine have been yeah. shot. <laughs> Yours are shit. Winning <laughs> <laughs> Phillips. <laughs> I did actually at the one point debate saying Stephen Fletcher, but then if we're talking about attitude, I would have lost straight away. Well, I, I, another one I was going to chuck in was Jibril Cece because I thought he was tremendous. Yeah, and all. Class, he yeah. was the class, classic. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I can't change now, but underrated performer with Darren Bent was Kenwyn Jones. Kenwyn Jones, another one, I. Apart from the fact that he stopped jumping for headers a year and a half into his deal for us. Kenwyn Jones was an unbelievable second striker to Darren Bent. And he could just do took all the heat off the defenders and just let Bent do what he needed to. Mm. Right. So, so if um, we're picking then, Bent, that means we have what Sessignon, Gabbiadini. We're gonna, right. We're, we're going to go off the numbers and we've got it to tie break. It's got to be the numbers. And Sessignon's got more games, Sessignon's more goals. Um, so, I thought he's yeah. going to have less because he's like a midfielder, but. No, 18 goals. Gabby Dini had um, 16. Is that uh, it? Yeah, Did you say four goals. years? Gabby Dini had, he had 74 goals in 157 games, Gabby Dini. I was about to say, God, if you're claiming him to be the best striker ever and he had 16 goals in four years. Uh, oh, the stats on the transfer market must be wrong then. Is that just oh, one season? By Wikipedia. No. Stats by club. Wikipedia, I don't trust because anyone, any man and his dog can edit it. I've just edited it to say he's zero goals. More than that. <laughs> uh, Sunderland, he had 74 goals. And it has season by season, and we have 21 18, 21 9 5. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah, that, I suppose then, yeah, let's go Gabbiadini then because. 
like you said, he picked up the ball from deep and would run at the goal and and cause chaos in in defenses. Whereas Bent would pull away for a bit of space and and find a half a yard and slot it in. There's two strikers that are different to each other in that aspect. Um, I know I was getting away with Sessignon as well as murderer up there, but I think Sessignon's first sub for when you need one of the strikers needs oh, to rest. Come on, yeah. So. Who are you picking as manager of that team? Because what's the team again? So we've got. We've got Thompson in goal, John Keir, Michael Greer, Gary Bennett, John Mensah as centre halves, Kevin Ball, Don Hodgson, Malbronk, and Arca as the wingers. And we've got Marto Gavidini and Darren Bent as the centre forwards. Asterisk because we're not allowed to pick Quinn and Phillips if anyone's yeah. joining in late. It would, been, it would have been Quinn and Phillips, obviously, but. Yeah. And then, sorry, so obviously Bawley's captain. Yeah. Then who would Kevin So a manager for me would have to be Sam Allardyce. Purely because he came in at the time, he did that amazing, it was a 2015, 2016, save us from relegation when it looked as though we were going to be, you know, dead and buried. Um, that then seems at the end, I think we would beat Everton and he was, you know, from the pitch and trying to take his shirt, his shirt off. Yeah. Hadn't been for the FA who royally fucked us over because after yeah. that we put David Moyes and the rest is history. Um, so if he hadn't gone to the England job, who knows where he might have been. So just for what he did and he, like, just the presence and the football. And he, who did he work with out of that team? So how Allardyce, did he work with any of the players in that team? No. No. Uh, I was just trying to work it out, but the latest sort of player that we have in that team is is Malbronk, like the most recent one, Darren Bent. That's, that's the last like like 2011, 2012, isn't it? So that's that's the most recent ones we have in it. So I'm going to go for a manager who at least had the players or had some of them <laughs> at that time, and I'm going to pick Peter Reed. No, that's a pretty obvious one. But Peter Reid managed Tommy Sorosen, he managed Mickey Gray, Julio Arca, Kevin Ball, Don Hutchison. Uh, yeah, and I think, is that it? Yes, that's it out of them. But they were, two of them, or three of them at least, were like a good spine of his team of Gray and um, Sorosen and, and Kevin Ball. He would have kept on with Don Hutchison had Don Hutchison not yeah. left the way he did. And, and he was another player for him. So I think Peter Reid, because those... Four players were at our height in 2000, 2001 for us. And I think Peter Reid at, at the helm at that point would have would have seen us through. Nice one. Mike? Well, Peter Reid was my first choice. But for the sake of a three-way argument, I'm going to go different. And I'm going to throw one out there as <laughs> Gus Poyer. <laughs> Gus, 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 Gus Poyer. Um, obviously, difficult seasons through the Premier League, uh, but mm. he got some good results for us. Uh, his win percentage and his points per match were actually better than Sam Allardyce. Well, actually, and I know no. it might not seem like that on paper, but that, it, the stats-wise, he is. That 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 season he saved relegation. That was probably a bigger achievement than Big Sam's because the we miracle were, we were absolutely <clears throat> buried. 
that season. Mm. Right? Yeah, we were we were gone, and then we a point off Man City where they equalised in the last minute. We beat champions Chelsea at their place. We beat Cardiff at our place. We beat Man United at their place. Beat West Brom at our place, and then we just sacked it off against Fulham because it didn't yeah. matter. Uh, not Fulham Swansea because it just Swansea. didn't matter. Um, yeah, that that was an unbelievable great escape. I don't ever understand when I see on Sky Sports when they talk about Leicester's great escape the year before they won the league. I'm like, it started like four games before ours did. And we yeah. left it right until the end and we still gave ourselves a game spare. Like, it's just because it wasn't on the last day. They're like, oh, it's not the same. And he won us three derbies. Yeah, and he won, 100% and he won us derbies. And we got them in the final hour, didn't we? We got them. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, Peter I, I, got us to a semi-final in the Worthington Cup at the time. I don't we think got beat we got beat off yeah. the final of the league. Couple of rim. Yeah, he, one of one of his best attributes for me is what we've been lacking in managers recently. Is he adapted every time to who he was playing? We'd go out attacking. We'd go out park the bus. We'd go out, you know, with five at the back, four at the back. It was he was always changing things to suit who we were playing. By the end, though, with Poyer, he was just obsessed with his 4-5-1 and wouldn't move. Yeah, he he was stubborn by the end. Mm. Also, the, a negative point, and it's one that I always think of with really real bitterness, and I don't know why, because I shouldn't. It was the week after the Cup final. We played Hull in the FA Cup quarterfinal at their place, and he just sat the game off. Yeah. Like, and we lost 3 0. And we were all like, we're going to go to Wembley twice. Like, and we've beaten the Mags twice. This is unbelievable. And he just fucked the game off completely. And it was like, I don't think you quite realized what this would have meant to people. Like, even though, even if we'd have gone down, but we'd have been to like Wembley twice and beat the Mags twice in a season, people would have remembered that season forever. Yeah. But I agree with your other points on him. But then again, I can say the thing about Peter Reid that by the end, he was basically lost without Phillips and Quinn. Like when he'd lost his spine of like his central midfielders and his two centre backs that he relied on and his two strikers, he didn't know what else to do. We won that at them, weren't we? Um, and then for Big Sam, he kind of left on a high, didn't he? He, he left when arguably we all thought this is the, the, the dawning of Sunderland at this point. This is going to be us now for, for years to come. I can't choose him because of he, he he left us for England, which I can forgive any manager for, but then to screw that up so badly it, for, for stupid reasons. For a plus point on that, though, he did order a pint of wine. Yes. There's just something about the fact that he did that that is just like so funny. And the fight with Cameron Jerome at Norwich when Jerome nudged someone in the advertising board and uh, I don't know this is this is a tricky I didn't think this would be I can't, tricky I, I thought I, it was gonna I be can't, good I can't really. forgive Big Sam for, for blowing us I off. I almost want to say Big Sam now just to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's me willing to concede to Peter Reed. Definitely. <laughs> uh just for the fact that when we went up, it was the highest finish we'd ever had in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick it out, Peter Reid. It's the highest yeah. we've ever been in the Premier League, and we've got the most Twice. players yeah. in that team from the Peter Reid's team. Uh, you're Twice the seventh. The football under Peter Reid and I was, was tremendous. Mm -hmm. 
if you've had a bear in mind his budget as well what he it. did with one if you had a, 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 at the time if, if the back them i think at the time we were like second or third in the league at christmas time or, or in, in yeah if, second if season we were if the back them we were second, I think. We were. We, I'm sure at one point we were first between Christmas and New Year right. for like a day or so at one point. And I remember thinking, this is the best. I have picked Sunderland and they're the best team ever. And it was obviously the reality is that they they, they arguably weren't, but it, <laughs> they should have been. So Alden Peter Reid, Alden Boot in it as well. Yeah, yes. Peter Reid. Sam Allardyce is a number two. <clears throat> can I ask? You pick Peter Reid, and we've said this before on extra time. Have you watched Premier Passions yet? Yes. No, not yet. Oh, you need to watch it. You need to I know, watch I it. I have seen it. It's on YouTube, so I know it's there. If there's a manager you want in the dressing room at half time when you're losing, it is that man. I think I Alex know. Ferguson would hide. I do like. I don't know if you've ever seen the Warnock ones where he tells his injured yeah. players to go in the showers because he just they make him sick to look at them. I'm yeah. like, That's <laughs> Get in the shower, son. You make me sick looking at you. Man, management of the deer. Yeah. So they are. There's our team. What a crack inside that is. Tommy Sorensen in goal. John Keir right back. Mitty Gray left back. Gary Bennett. John Mensah centre halves. Kevin Ball captain with Donaldson in the midfield. Steve Malabronk. Julio Walker. Mark Gabbiadini and Darren Bent up front with Peter Reid as manager. And just imagine how good this team's going to be when Quinn and Phillips are back the next season. Right, when they come back from injury, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to build this team on Football Manager. I'm going to have to yeah. invent. I'm going to have to write players, but I'm going to build this team and simulate a game. Go and find them back on like older ones or something in their prime with the stats and yeah. just make the them in this one. Yeah. Great stuff, then. So that's our our best eleven of uh, that we've ever seen. Been, been a lot of fun, a lot of fun doing that. Like I said, Next we'll do five aside tick now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to get yours in the comments below. We always say we want to see what you come up with. You know, there'll be some great ones from years gone by that we've never even thought of. Probably there's probably loads of players that we're still never thought of. You know, people like Lillian Loslon and all them. Like, <laughs> I was literally thinking of him as well. I was like, it's good. Um, I say Lillian um, does. Is Scott Gary Rowell, Gary Rowell on the bench? Gary Rell, another one. <laughs> Will Creek, no. Um... <laughs> but, uh, right, that's all we've got time for, I'm afraid. Do you want to, do you want to sign off for, for the final time? As Jacob always says, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Yeah, well, I, I hope we see a team as good as we've created in our lifetime again. So let's hope for the future. And I'll I would have see loved to have seen time. this team. This would have been unbelievable. It would have been amazing. Fingers crossed. Right. Until the next time. Thanks for watching. <coughs> see you later. Bye -bye.